From what's on to what matters, it's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning, only on Newcastle Live. Welcome back to the program. It's uh, 22 minutes to 10 o'clock here on Newcastle Live. Well, thank God. It's day one of the 2022 election campaign with Parliament about to be dissolved and the PM and the opposition leaders both in marginal seats. But the coming decade will be an absolute game changer for the hunter if it's done correctly. The pitch for business and economic growth in the region has never been clearer nor simpler, according to Business Hunter. Joining me on the line now to uh, to discuss that and to unpack what the next few weeks are going to look like, it is the CEO of Business Hunter, Bob Hawes. Good morning, Bob. We finally have a starting date. Yes, Tracy, just 39 more sleeps, so you'll be pleased <laughs> to know. <laughs> Aren't we excited? Oh, oh my God. Thank God. Look, on one perspective, thank God we finally have it. Yeah, like, uh, well, it was always going to be a, a, a matter of um, that it was always going mm. to happen. Um, but he's really, you know, the, the government's really taken it right to the end. Mm. Um, and the, you know, in some respects, you know, I think it's a good thing that you know, taking governments to full terms has set of some of the mishmash we've had over the last few decades, where no one knows what's going on. But anyway, it'll be an interesting contest. And uh, and as you said, the gun's gone off. What's your feeling? I mean, oftentimes when it comes to elections, state or federal, but federal more particularly, businesses just seem to stop spending. We just go into this holding pattern for, as you said, 39 days. Are you expecting that to happen this time around? Uh, We are um, on the basis that the research tends to show that when the community anticipates it's going to be a close contest, they put their hands in their pockets and they sit tight because they're not sure what's going to happen. Whereas when it's already you know being read out as uh, you know one side or the other is a is a is a no brainer, um, for some reason life tends to 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 go on more smoothly. So. Um, you know, it seems like whatever the calls that people are making, they're, they're, they're saying, notwithstanding what the polls are saying, that it will be close, and with the possibility of a hung parliament, and I have no doubt that will loom large in people's minds as they, as we get towards the day for to be contemplating what might happen, and as a consequence, I, I, we hope not, but I, mm. we're certainly preparing ourselves for a slowdown. And that's the last thing we need at the moment. Yes, um, it would be good. You know, there's, it, it, you know, I don't know, you're getting around Newcastle and the Hunter at the moment, and um, you, there, there is a good vibe around. There's still quite, quite parts. There's no doubt about that, particularly in that hospitality arts and um, that, that that outgoing sector, as it were. Um, but, but there's a lot of parts that are doing well, and and it's a, they really need to to make hay while the sun shines, given the the. the terrible two years they've had um, as a consequence of the COVID uh, impacts and making making sure they can put something away for the for the winter months that are ahead of us. Now you've uh, released this election white paper yesterday now it's not asking for anything at the moment what it is about is briefing the next federal cabinet on what the hunter needs why have you put this out now? Well, we just think that notwithstanding of all the, the disconnects and the issues over the past few years, um, that the region really is on the verge of some great things if we get this right. Um, there's, there's a lot of things that coming our way, a lot of inquiry, uh, a lot of uh, industry support, a lot of government policy that, that has significant implications on the hunter. Um, and we, we've got to convert, as it were, that to action. Um, and there's a number of fronts that we believe that need to be addressed at that high level that, that impact business to be able to get on with the job of keeping people employed, but also respond 
um, to growing into those new industries and as well as attracting the potential to attract new industry here um, if, if we're to get this right. Otherwise, you know, we'll, 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 we'll fall flat. Mm. Um, and we really don't want that to happen, given the given the you know the, the rec- recovery and the and the context of consumer and business sentiment that we need to get right so that we can move forward. Now you've identified four key areas. Um, what are those, Bob? What are the four areas that you see as as most vital for an incoming cabinet? Yeah, well, firstly, and some of these are particular to the region, and some of them are general. And housing, you know, is, is one that's general but it is particular in the sense that this region you know, has strong ambitions for growth we we don't you know we're we're not like dumping some of these these new prospects into sydney or melbourne we've we've got it up against us at the moment we already know that businesses and the community are suffering as the consequences of prices and shortages of housing mm. um and if you don't have somewhere for people to live yeah. um you can give up on everything else so the, we really think that's that's got to be a focus and there are some uh, some direct uh measures in there that, that we've identified that can, can do that the second area is the connective infrastructure and you and i have spoken about this before where you know our port and our airport are in a great position to help that diversification piece that's going to make a big difference to, to business growth across the region um, as well as all the road projects that are now mostly in forward forward estimates of funding, um, we really want those to continue to move forward. The the, the faster rail to Sydney, things like that, to where the, all these things love, have been talked about. Yeah, faster <laughs> rail. Now we, we've we've stopped the very fast. We just got yeah, faster oh, rail. Look, I, I, yeah, I, I think the very fast is yeah that. It's while going to God. In, while we're in some element of budget mm-hmm. repair across the infrastructure piece for the country, um, it's probably going to get, end up with a lower priority. The, the third area is the new energy futures and, and enabling that in the region, and we really are under a, a spotlight here in the Hunter for government policy and also industry inquiry in recent times to to participate in that. And you know, we've we've got to do a lot of work. We know we know when the coal-fired power mm-hmm. stations are going to be turned off. What we don't know is when all this plethora of renewable projects are going to turn from plans to actual construction and commissioned projects, and that is going to be really important, not only for here in the region, to make sure we continue to get an affordable and reliable power supply, but also for the nation. And um, you know, that we need government help to do that. There's absolutely no doubt about that. And then the fourth area is the labour force and skills attraction piece. You know, we, we do a great job up here with the diversification industry we have, but there's shortages right across the spectrum. And if we're to grow into some of these new industry sectors into the future, we need to be thinking about what they are and what they look like and designing those skills courses and opportunities now so when they do, uh, when they do arrive... Um, we can grow into them. I appreciate that people aren't just going to go out there and do a new course in hydrogen and energy because they think that might be the future because I don't know that one's out there at the moment. But there are elements of turning our attention to to people who have got skills in the current workforce and training within the existing businesses and industries we have um, to make sure we're not left flat-footed. The one that uh, that really grabbed my attention, and uh, you know, it's more in terms of funding that you've you've put these additional um, areas down below. But five hundred million dollars to establish an enabling infrastructure fund. Now that seems to me to be a no brainer. It'll support the construction of twenty five thousand homes and generate economic output of twelve point nine billion dollars. That's a no brainer, Bob. I know it's a big money, but it's a no brainer. Well, it's money that can be paid back, and I think that's the important part, that many of these projects that are caught short at the moment is because 
Um, you know, the community expects now that where we get a large new housing project, that if it has an, impl- has an impact on economic and other and social infrastructure, um, that, that it should contribute towards the cost of that. And what a lot of the these developments are they've, they've caught in between that they can't afford that the amounts of money that have been asked for to to unlock those those areas, but they are happy to or prepared to pay for them over time. Mm. Um, so we need some you know front end investment to 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 unlock that you know be it roads and roundabouts and intersections or um, you know serious pieces of drainage and and, and other things that, that are just beyond the capability of one development to pay for be the first one off the off, off the first cab off the rank um, but when you look at it cumulatively um, there is a capacity for those those developments to pay and and as you say unlock some very very serious numbers in terms of um, housing development that would really help ease the situation we have up here in the hunter at the moment we desperately need it so we've got 39 days are we expecting to see uh, anybody up here is the is as Business hunter, are you planning on inviting people up here, or what? Where are you going to sit over the next thirty-nine days? Well, it's already happening. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're coming thick and fast, as it were. And last week we had a glimpse of that, and I've got no doubt we'll still see more of that because there's a couple of seats up here um, that both sides um, fancy their chances on, and uh, and a lot of these things you don't get a lot of notice on. But we're here. We've made it pretty clear to the candidates and and also to the sitting members that. We're happy to, to brief anybody, um, sit in the room and, and have those discussions so they clearly understand where we're going from. We're not going to bite anybody. Um, we, we really want to make sure that there's a clear understanding on how we believe this region can uh, work with the next government um, to, to make sure we, we get a great outcome and a great result, not just only for the region but for the nation. And uh, we, we really think, honestly, we can we can help do that. And look, the the amount of politicians we've seen up here, not to mention the PM, has has done more visits up here than I think I've ever ever seen. So, you know, Hunter and uh, and Shortland are really up for grabs as far as they're concerned. So it's going to be a very very interesting next uh, next few weeks. Yeah, it will. Uh, and as I said, I, you know, the complications of of some of the the toings and froings that that will be you know be thrown about the place. But at the end of the day, I think you know that the, the what we can put out there in terms of this, the, the, this, 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 these opportunities that the region can offer, hopefully they don't get caught in the, in, 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 in the middle. But we're, I, having gone around and spoken to many of the candidates and dealing with them, that one thing that is pleasing is there is fairly universal uh, acceptance and understanding of, of how this region can go forward. And we're not finding that you know, some, some, some of the candidates are saying, no, no, you need to be over here doing this. And mm. others are saying, no, you need to be over here doing that. There, there, they, there's a good understanding. And I think that's why we are on the verge of it's so important for this election to do that so that we can make something of this unity um, and, and make things happen. Fingers crossed, really, really fingers crossed, because, uh, you know, as you've said in this white paper and as we know, the next decade is vital to uh, to our future. It's it's not going to be just one-term election. It's going to be at least three or four elections that we need people to really focus on the hunter. And uh, so best of luck, fingers crossed. Uh, we just want to Thank come you. out of this with uh, with more money than we went in with. Yeah, that's a very good, very good way of looking at it. We'll be doing our best. Don't you worry. Thanks, mate. I really appreciate your time and and good luck. I've got no doubt you're going to be called on many times over the next 39 days. That'll be fun. As I said, 39 39 sleeps and and counting. Absolutely. Thanks, Bob. I really appreciate your time. Thanks, Tracy. Thanks, Bob. That is Bob Hawes, who is the CEO of uh, Business Hunter.
Yeah, 39 sleeps. There you go. You've got 39 sleeps until you you don't have to hear about it anymore. It's going to be very interesting times, isn't it? Uh, We'll certainly be keeping you across uh, what you need to know here at Newcastle Live. We will certainly be giving equal time to to all candidates and all parties. So, uh, yes, you will get uh, completely unbiased reporting here. We'll get you what you need to know. And if there is something specific that you want to know from any of our candidates, make sure you let me know, won't you? You can text me on 0490-84886. That number again is 0490-84886. Or you can email me at any time. Tracy, T-R-A-C-Y at newcastlelive.com.au. And we'd love to be able to follow up what is of interest to you. Over nine decades of combined media experience, Tracy Mack and Michael Blacksland bring you a smart, fast-paced morning of news and entertainment with special guests and major newsmakers for your morning fix. Join Tracy Mack for Newcastle in the Morning, weekdays from nine, only on Newcastle Live.